Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Show. Dr. Jim Harris, your host, your guide, your business Sherpa on how to be led by Holy Spirit. That's what this show is all about, for business people to learn how to discern the voice of the Lord. Today, as we continue the foundations, teachings right from the book, straight from the book, our unfair advantage, we continue the foundations that we must have before we start building extra layers of the house. You would never ask your family to live in a house that didn't have a solid foundation. So the last eight shows, this is show number nine, the last eight shows we've been getting to build that foundation so that in just two more shows, just two shows ahead of us, we'll start diving into the six steps to truly dial in and discern the voice of Holy Spirit. But we've got to get some of these foundations set. Today's show is entitled right out of the book, one of the chapters, chapter four, seven roadblocks to your unfair advantage. Seven roadblocks. This is going to be a snapshot today, not a deep teaching. I just want to bring these to your attention because these are exactly the kind of roadblocks I faced some 10 years ago as I was learning to really be led by Holy Spirit. So, very quickly, quick snapshot, seven roadblocks to your unfair advantage. First snapshot, is, or this first roadblock is this. It's not natural. Now catch this. It's not natural to be led Holy Spirit. In fact, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. Those that aren't led, it's foolish. But we know him because they are spiritually discerned. Your ultimate goal, your ultimate goal as a believer in business is to make doing business supernaturally your new natural. Now, I want to say that again. Your number one goal in business as a believer is to make doing business supernaturally your new natural. I want you to ponder on that. Where you're going, it's not natural. It's not the way I did business for 40 years. It was not natural to me. I knew I was going about a new thing in a new way. Even positive change sometimes is tough. This is a positive change. So stick with it because we're teaching you how to do business supernaturally. The first roadblock is just to realize, you know, this is not natural. No, it's not. It's supernatural. The second roadblock that I faced, and you may be facing it too, Number two, it's not obvious. Being led by Holy Spirit, it's not obvious. Well, of course it's not. It's not natural. It's supernatural. Luke 10, 40 is a great story, a great verse, about where Mary and Martha were in a house where Jesus was teaching. And, you know, many of you know the story. Mary was listening to Jesus. Martha, good heart, wanted to make sure everybody was fed, was busy in the kitchen. We've got a big group of people around here. We've got to feed them. And she even interrupted Martha with a good heart. Bad results, but good heart said, Jesus, look at my lazy sister. Get her to come over here and help me. It's obvious that we need to fix some food. It's obvious she needs to help me. It's obvious I need help to prepare. She interrupted Jesus in his teaching. But it was obvious. It was obvious something had to be done. Let me suggest this to you. Learning to discern the voice of Holy Spirit 
is one of the most inobvious, unobvious things you're going to do. In fact, I'm going to make this, this point. To learn to discern the voice of Holy Spirit in business is one of the most important things you must do in our unrelenting business noise environment. You are constantly being bombarded by all kinds of pressures, of tactics, of worldly business ways that seem obvious. One of your greatest challenges is to learn to discern the voice of Holy Spirit amid unrelenting business noise all around you. And as you stay with me, as we continue on this journey, we're going to give you lots of case studies, lots of examples of how you can learn to discern the voice of Holy Spirit. But remember, the first two roadblocks. Doing this, hey, it's not natural and it's not obvious. It wasn't to me early on until I kept going after it. So it's not natural. It's not always obvious. Number three of the seven roadblocks. Like I say, this is just a snapshot today. This is things I want you to ponder as you move through this foundation, as you clean this foundation. The third roadblock that I faced, and this was a big one, and it's one I still face today, but I believe, I like to believe I've overcome it. Number three, living by your unfair advantage, it's not popular. Being a Christian in a secular marketplace run by the puppets of the devil, and that's exactly what it is. They don't realize it, and we're going to discuss more about the spiritual war we face in business very soon. It's not popular. Um, think of how many times you, like me, have probably hesitated even mentioning the word of Jesus or saying, let's pray about something in a business environment because you will be immediately cast aside, castigated. You might even be fired for standing up for your faith. Look at what's happening in America these days. For anyone in any social environment, including business, to make a stand for faith. Just realize that um, even with Jesus, when he said things, the Pharisees were offended. When Paul would say things, he was stoned and, and, and just left for dead. You're in good company. <laughs> You're in good company when you realize that when you stand for the Lord, it's not always going to be popular. But that's okay because you're standing on the firm foundation, you're speaking truth, and His will will be done. Think of it this way. Think of many of the heroes of the Bible, from Adam to Abraham to Moses to Joseph to Solomon to Daniel to Elisha. Many of them were misunderstood by everyone around them, including some of their very own inner circles. But your role, one of the most critical things you need to do is that whether or not it's popular or not, you and I will ultimately face Jesus and stand in account of what we do in business. So even though it may not be popular, forget it. State it, do it, move on. That's the third roadblock you're going to face. Just deal with it. It's not always going to be popular. This show is not always going to be popular, but that's okay. I'm not going to back off, and neither should you, from, for standing righteously for what you do in business. The fourth roadblock I just simply want to mention today in this overview show is, is this. This is one that I faced a lot as I was learning to discern, to be led, to unleash my unfair advantage in business. I wasn't sure my faith was strong enough. Can I really do this? Do I have this within me? Is my faith strong enough? You know, it's not natural sometimes. It's not obvious sometimes. It's not popular sometimes. And then on top of that, 
man, do I really have what it takes to stand? Is my faith strong enough? Quick exhortation. Matthew 9, 24. It's a story about a father coming to Jesus for healing for a son. And he wasn't sure he had enough faith. And he said to Jesus, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Jesus met him at the point of his unbelief. He does the same for you. I'm not going to turn this into a sermon, but I'm shifting into an exhortation for you. If your faith, listen to me very carefully, even by listening to the show, this is only the ninth show. If you're still with me and listening, your faith is strong enough already, the vast majority of you, to have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior without really knowing him, being around him a lot. Your faith was enough to put your eternity into his hands. If your faith is already strong enough to put your eternity into the hands of Jesus, your mustard seed faith is strong enough to be led by Holy Spirit in all you do in business. So don't, don't shy away. Don't, don't back off of this. Man, I'm just not sure I have enough faith. You have enough faith. You have enough faith. Mustard seed faith can move mountains. Literally today as I speak, I'm not going to share this with you, but literally today as we're recording this in my studio office here in my home, we have a mountain that is in the midst of being moved in our family. And I can tell you what I've learned even this past week is this. Sometimes mountains are moved one big boulder at a time. Jesus said, you speak to this mountain, it'll be cast into the sea. Sometimes the entire mountain will move. But literally, as we're going through this in a very personal way, the mountain hasn't fully moved, but this bulldozer, the supernatural bulldozer, is taking big chunks of that mountain and moving them out of the way. And that mountain is moving. So we know that when your faith is strong enough, mountains will move. Whether you're facing financial difficulties, whether you're facing trying to find good people that can pass drug tests, whatever it might be, you keep your faith strong. Your mustard seed faith will give, get you where God wants you to go. So don't be surprised if you're facing that. I did. I still do sometimes. But your faith is, is indeed strong enough. Number five of the seven roadblocks I just wanted to share with you today. This was a huge one, particularly when I started writing the book. I was immediately faced with this. I was afraid I might get it wrong. The fifth roadblock we face, I've learned, at least I faced, when I was learning how to be led was, man, what if I mess up? <laughs> what if I get this wrong? I mean, it's not natural. It's not obvious. I now have to go to the previous shows about how I was misled all those years. And it was a huge shift, the big shift. And now... These are still some of the roadblocks I faced even after all of that preparation. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Great example of this, Matthew 26, 75. Peter didn't believe he was going to deny Jesus three times, and when he did, and he realized that he wept bitterly. Peter made a huge mistake at a critical point in his relationship and life with Jesus while he was still on earth. He made a mistake. In fact, when he stepped out of the boat, he first had faith, but then his faith left him. We're going to come back to that in just a second. I'm not going to go back and do all the, oh, you know, you learn how to ride a bicycle and you scrape your knee and do all that stuff. We, we know that. I want to just simply encourage you on this roadblock. Sometimes, sometimes. We're going to make mistakes. But you know what? You get up, 
Lord, I just, I just missed you. Sorry. I'll try it again next time. Just this morning, just this morning, just about an hour ago, I heard a story from a very, very dear friend, friend of mine who said, she said, hey, I really was practicing my unfair advantage just yesterday with a friend. I prayed for her. I thought this is what I was supposed to pray. But when I got in my car, you know what happened? The Lord said, no, this is what you needed to pray over. So I sent her a voicemail message. And I said, well, I'm not sure if this is right, but this is what the Lord told me I should have been praying over you. She very intentionally and lovingly prayed within the Lord because she is led by Holy Spirit, just made a slight shift and said, no, no, my, no, my sweet, innocent sister, this is what you should have prayed. Called up her friend as she was driving home, prayed what she thought the Lord was telling her to pray. <coughs> Excuse me. Her friend sent her back a very long message saying, that's exactly what I needed to hear. That's exactly what I, thank you, thank you, thank you. See, even a sister that, that intentionally said, I believe this is what the Lord wants. He can come and shift it. She didn't get it wrong. She was willing to keep moving forward, shift, be led. I'm taking a step of faith and it proved that her friend now knows, knows that she knows that she knows that her friend's being led by the Lord. And that was a blessing. So sometimes we're going to get it wrong. Don't worry about it. Just keep on pressing on. So far, seven roadblocks. Remember, this is just a snapshot. This is this little bit different flavor on this show. Seven roadblocks. Number one, it's not natural. Number two, it's not obvious. Number three, it's not popular. And will continue not to be popular as long as we're getting closer to the end times. Remember that. We're going to come back and talk about that in future shows. Not sure your faith is strong enough and afraid we might get it wrong. Now, number six. This is one I still fight sometimes. i got to admit it. Number six, roadblock. I, we might start strong but fade. We start strong. Great intentions. How many people have started projects with great enthusiasm and then a few weeks into it, it's a little bit tougher than we thought, and we just forget it and move on. It's an easy thing to do in the natural. In the natural. I want to give you a couple of exhortations, though. Number one, one of my favorites, Caleb in Numbers chapter 14. We're not going to read it today, but I encourage you, if you tend to say, you know, sometimes I think I start things with good intentions and I don't follow through, and particularly being learning how to discern the voice of God, then just simply do this. Go study Numbers 14. This is where Caleb, who ran with Joshua, they were running together with Moses. Moses went to heaven, stepping across the Jordan after 40 years in the desert. 40 years. And, of course, Caleb was one of the guys who said, hey, we can take out those giants. But the yeah, 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 Israelites said, no, we can't do it. For 40 years he had the faith. He came over at age 80, started fighting, and at age 85, finally was getting to the mountain that God had promised him at age 85. In Numbers 14, he says, I'm just as strong now as I was when I was 40. Now give me my mountain. He refused to fade because he did everything wholeheartedly. I'm encouraging you to, to, to press into this Caleb spirit. We've got a marathon to run. And if the Lord has called you to do something, then you do it and don't stop. He called me to write this book. Side story. 
He called me to write this book. Started strong, got it out. All over the world, I was giving keynotes to Christian conferences, FCCIs, and many other fantastic, wonderful Christian CEO networks. Then the Lord put a pause for six to seven years on the book. What am I supposed to do? I started strong. It wasn't because I was fading. I was waiting to hear the voice of God for what was next. His timing was perfect for this. Guess what? Now you're seeing what he had planned years ago for me that I didn't see eight years ago, even when he told me to write the book in obedience. And now this show and so much more we're going to be doing because I started strong. I waited. I did not fade. Keep going after it. If the Lord told you to do something, he's going to follow through. Don't quit. And now the last of the seven, just wanted to review with you today of the potential roadblocks you might face is this. You just don't know how to be led by Holy Spirit. Well, guess what? What do you think we're doing in this show? When I started, I didn't know. No one taught me. There wasn't a manual. There wasn't a book. There wasn't really too many people, particularly in the economic mountain, that was teaching us in business what it meant to do business the way God does business. Well, you just hang with us. I'm not even going to go any more deeper into this than just saying, you're in the right place. If you just don't know how to do this, hang with us because this is where we're headed for the rest of this show. And we, we've got some stuff we haven't even mentioned to you yet. You're going to be seeing on the social medias and so many other places. I'm going to make a quick plug. Here's a couple of things I want you to do. Here's a couple of things I'm asking you to do. Number one, come to my website, drjimharris.com, drjimharris.com. Sign up for my newsletters. We're going to be bringing weekly no more than weekly, sometimes some special newsletters, but I want you to have at least in your inbox everything that's going on. We're going to start putting extra attention on that literally this week. Number two, I encourage you, come to Facebook, come to Instagram, come to LinkedIn, come to social media channels and just look for Dr. Jim Harris. Every social media channel, YouTube, we just launched literally a brand new, fresh, clean YouTube channel, Dr. Jim Harris. And you'll soon you're going to be able to see these videos and so many more things on our YouTube channel. Go sign up for these and follow so you get the latest. Beyond the teachings of the book, we've got a lot of things coming on that we haven't even begun to share with you. But you will as you hang with us and learn to be led by Holy Spirit. So on this little bit of a different kind of a show, I just want to leave you with two what I like to call activations. Remember, we're focusing on from revelation to activation. That's what this is about, giving you some fresh revelations, moving toward activations. Here's the first activation that I want you to take away from today, and it's this. Remember the goal of your unfair advantage. Remember the goal of your unfair advantage. And that is to learn how to do business supernaturally by the power of Holy Spirit. That's the goal. That's the goal. We are learning how to do business supernaturally as we walk out this journey with you so that Jesus can do everything he wants to do through you into your business by communicating via Holy Spirit. And secondly, I'm going to remind you again, as I have in previous shows, my last activation for today as we close is this. Journal. Write down digitally on paper. I'm a big paper guy. I'm old, I'm old school. I do paper things. 
In fact, earlier as we were setting up, I lost my journal notes that I wanted to share with the social media team, and I was panicked. I just put it in a place. I'd just forgotten where I'd put it. And the Holy Spirit reminded me. But I'm a big journaler. If there's something that you've heard today, either as you're listening in your car on the podcast or as you're watching this on the video, just, just write it down. One thing you want to remember. Just one thing you want to do. And go back and review those. If Holy Spirit has dropped something in you that say, yeah, that I want to remember that. I want to act on that. Let me suggest this to you. You better write it down and remember it and not be coming back two years later and saying, oh, speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. He's going to say to you, basically, you haven't done anything with what I told you two years ago. Why should I give you more? So it's a little bit of a, you know, kind of a push. Write it down and review it. I could show you my my prophetic journal. I have about 40 pages, 45 pages, single bullet items of things, prayers over me, of things the Lord has taught me. And I call it my prophetic journal. I go back and I review it because if it was important enough for the Lord to give it to me by a person, by the word, by a prayer, I'm going to go back and review it. That's my biggest right now for today. That's my biggest activation. Begin to systematically journal. It doesn't have to be every day, but start that. So seven roadblocks. Just be aware that they exist. You're probably going to face those. If you haven't already, you will. If you've already gone past them, good, because we're still cleaning the foundation. And on the next show, the next show, it's going to be the last part of the foundation on the next show. So come back for show number 10, and I'm going to teach you the last five pieces of this foundation before we jump into the six keys to unleash the power of Holy Spirit in your business. I hope you've enjoyed today. Hey, reach out to me. Hello at drjimharris.com. I'll answer your questions. You can personally email me at hello at drjimharris.com. Soon we're going to have a special episode of the Unfair Advantage Show where all I do is answer your questions. So email them. We're going to hold them and then you get to hear your answers on a show. Thanks so much. God bless you. And remember the purpose in your heart as I do literally this morning. I said this out loud to the Lord again. Purpose in your heart to only and always be led by Holy Spirit in business. See you next week.